Well, after the feedback from last week's episode, it is confirmed it is okay to yell at your workers. Um, everybody was pretty um, pretty certain on the fact that you can just yell at them, um, and you don't really have to have the reason. Um, so that was pretty interesting feedback. Um, yeah, so let's go ahead and get into this week's episode, shall we? Welcome, folks, one and all, to the best podcast that there is, especially when it comes to the turf side of life. It is not so, Superintendent. Welcome, folks. James, how are you, buddy? Doing well. Um, yeah, can't can't be better right now. It's just yeah, man. It's beautiful. Um, so let me let me ask this. So, are I know that you guys are kind of semi open where like as in people can just come and play and like you won't yell at them are people coming and playing right now like have you seen members come out there and play i haven't seen no one and we have we don't even have flag sticks out we have right. we have the cup covers over the the um the cups so it's not like there's a definite you can't putt to a hole right right if they were to say let let me just take that cup cover over and they're just going to be you know, shooting to a random point on the green. Yeah. But no, nobody. How about yourself? Oh, uh, well, if we see people on the course, we kick them off. Um, but no, we have not seen any play. Um, I know my boss played the other day and they, what he did was he put uh, irrigation flags in, in the holes. Uh, we just had the holes open. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. Nobody's coming out here and playing. It's it's thirty degrees. You know, it, it's it's not it's not a fun. Like they were, he was literally like having. He just like was warming up hand warmers and stuff, like ready to go. I'm like, this doesn't seem like fun to me. Like it, you know, I I I can't imagine this being fun. But I guess he had fun. So I don't. Um, I, I never understood. Like I see, there's one thing. Like when I used to work in North Carolina, like in winter you could play golf, right? you could right. play like most it's days not yes. that bad most days here it's mm-hmm. like what's your problem like you either have too much free time or you have nothing <laughs> else to do but yeah to do something well, is crazy yeah i know man yeah. you, you have to be really dedicated to it is my biggest thing is like you have to really love the game of golf uh to do that so that's uh that's awesome um <laughs> i i guess i don't love it that much <laughs> like yeah, especially you. It's mostly singles. I never see like doubles. Mostly, it's like a, right. It's a one person, and I feel like oh. and that guy just hates his wife a lot. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I just would rather, I would rather be here freezing to death, exactly, um, than being home because then I have to hear her mouth. Isn't that crazy to you that there are people like that? <laughs> just don't get married, James. How about that? No, just, um, just, just don't. Yeah. Not often. <laughs> seeing some of these members really like, and they just seem depressed whenever they're like, their mood is different when their wives are around. It makes you sad. It's like, there are some people who are legitimately so sad, you know, like members that, and I'm like, dude, you, 
you have unlimited money. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Um, but you're just a miserable, miserable person. And it's sad. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's a vice for everything, but I feel like yeah. you would, if there's something, there's something else than golf when it's yeah. below. You yeah. Know. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> like, like, for sure. Come on, like, get a gun <laughs> and go to the range and start shooting stuff. Yeah, uh, looks- that's the that's the most fun thing to do is get a gun. Explosions shoot. happen. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, oh yeah, uh, we need to update the people on the dog situation. So I um I talked last week about the dog I'm getting. Um, unfortunately, the dog that I had to put a deposit down on um the day before i was supposed to pick him up i got a call from the breeder um he's having some health issues um and is basically not adoptable anymore or not uh, available for purchase um until it gets figured out so um i ended up getting another dog um he's a german short-haired pointer and he is boss his name is kane had to give him a different name because we might get a bentley another spaniel in the future um so yeah you'll see some pictures of kane he is sleeping right beside me at the moment the calmest puppy i've ever had um it's insane he's just just been sleeping all the time um i'm sure it'll get worse but for right now i'm pretty happy with how things are going are you gonna try and make him a calendar dog or dude you know it's funny i actually like i i have so many pictures of my old golf course dog and i always have tried to do it but the main thing is i never take landscape pictures and that's what they were that's like their main requirement is that it has to be a landscape photo so yes i'm going to try my hardest to take as many landscape photos as i can so i can get them on the calendar uh for next year for 2022 i guess i'm not sure about the listeners here that these dogs like he was well was explaining about these are hunting dogs like these are Right. to you know pick up birds yeah um, especially the, the he's gonna we're yeah. gonna we're gonna train him to chase some geese hey, we actually um we did some um we did some uh oh before i get to that actually um i i got everybody's messages about what y'all wanted to see on videos for the dogs and everything um and so we will definitely try to fit in all the videos um I, a lot of great suggestions if anyone else has any more suggestions, we're definitely still open. So definitely DM us. Uh, if you're listening to us at a later time, definitely still DM, DM us and let us know what you'd like to see as far as dog training on the course, off the course, whatever. Uh, we can make some videos for that too. Um, but yeah, what, what I was getting to was we did like a big goose crap cleanup this week, actually. That was like our, our main thing. Uh, we usually just let it go until march when the guys come back and then it it takes us like a week and a half or two weeks to get it all out uh off the fairways greens and tees but uh we're kind of gonna try to do it like every two weeks just clean up all the goose crap everywhere but now that we got a doggy dog uh we might not have to as much so we'll see how that goes i'll we'll be keeping tabs on it i i hope that he does a great job i mean that's definitely a great great reason to have a dog on the course yeah yeah we'll see he's gonna he's definitely gonna need some some time he's still you know he's still like at that awkward uh you know he's he's nine weeks old he's still at that awkward like wobbly kind of stage where he can't really he's his legs are not 
strong enough for his body yet kind of deal because he's so big um but so it's gonna take a while but we'll get him out there chasing some birds they're flush, flushing birds right uh well they're pointers but yes they, oh, okay. they do flush too yeah they're not they're not like um you know spaniels are more of that flushing kind of breed um you know so it honestly i think it's gonna be a little bit tougher to train him versus a spaniel but um we'll see how it goes um that'd be way. yeah yeah i think it's gonna be different um i've never had a pointer so i think it's gonna be cool um but yeah basically just um all week what i did was i had a steel mat behind my cart and i drug the fairways up and down and just mounds of goose poop just piled up on it and then superintendent was right behind me with a buffalo blower and just blowing the crap out of uh goose crap so that was a lot of fun um <laughs> nice and smelly you just feel you just feel gross at the end of the day it's it's ridiculous um yeah you don't want to tell that to your to the person that you live with or yeah you know, yeah like, yeah been, i've literally been dealing with crap. it's like it's like working with us uh, it's like a person who like works in sewage like how could you <laughs> date someone who what their job is is to to work with sewage, you know, or a garbage man, even I shouldn't talk crap about these people. These people do great jobs. Um, I, I wasn't <laughs> trying to talk about that, by the way. I'm just thinking like, this. yeah, imagine how that impacts your home life and your social life. You know, I don't know. I, okay. So I worked at a fast food restaurant um, okay. and I always came back and I always smelled like grease. Cause I was like, you know, after cleaning up like the fry station, the burger oh, station, yeah. or whatever, it's it's a potent smell. Dude, yeah, you, you will smell like, for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah, you smell. You you just take that back to your home, and yeah. you, it's like it lingers with you. And I only imagine the same thing with sewage or anything else like that that has potent smell. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, and it's similar to us where you know it's sometimes if we're doing you know that the week where you're spreading fertilizer all over the course, you know, you 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 carry that with you that week. That malorganite goes away. The malorganite, um, yeah, that's it goes word. away. But 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 I know exactly what you're talking about. I worked at a bar and grill, and I worked at a fast food restaurant, and they're both very similar smells. Where like you you go home and your vehicle smells like oh. that. Oh. Forever, forever, yeah. Forever. You can't get that out. You can't get that out. It's no, you stuck. have to sell it's it. Stuck. You have to sell it to someone else who works in the food business. <laughs> you're like, no, you're I like, can't. I can't take it anymore. Here. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to sell it to me. You'd be like, look, you're just gonna make it smell like this anyway. So you might as well just take it as it is. That's a great thought. idea. Yeah, I should have thought about that earlier. <laughs> so, listen to this. So I, I, dr- I was driving to Pennsylvania, um, to get the dog right. And I get to a, a section of, I guess, 81 where it is 20 miles. And when I say 20 miles, I don't mean like, oh, it was just like five, but it felt like 20. I mean, literally 20 miles of road work that was set up that was not being worked on. Was it like a reduced speed for? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Area? It went from 65 to 50. And not only that, but, you know, it has the the concrete barriers and cones that are right on the edge of the thing. So, like, you know, you can't pass anyone. You know, you have to basically ride in the middle of the two lanes and just pray that no one's going to smash you. You know, it's, it's insane. It's insane that you can that you can legally make 20 miles with cones and barriers and not have any accountability for it. 
Whereas if we have a little bit of a drainage project or a sod project, and God forbid it goes on for more than, I don't know, let's say four days, we get yelled at for by members and by the pro and by the GM. I mean, isn't that insane to you that they can legally do this on the roads and we can't even do our job and have it lingering for just a couple days? And, and I imagine that that road has been like that for months and no one said anything about it because it doesn't matter because it's just a road and it's 20 miles and it, and it takes like an hour to get through. It's insane. So I just would like to point that out that we are very, very oppressed and I'm very tired of it. It takes like forever for like a road construction to be done. Like it takes yeah. months and months and months instead of like a month or two months. Yeah. Well, it's and like- see, look, I, I don't know anything about road work. I, I mean, I know Zippo. The most I've ever done is I've put taken that coal patch stuff and patched fairway. I mean, fairways. Oh, not patched, fairway. Uh, <laughs> no, not on the fairway. Nope. <laughs> Got a little sidetracked there. Um, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> on the cart path, there we go. That's the most road work I've ever done. You never use and, a transit, you know, like doing grading. Have you done grading? Oh, oh, sure, sure, sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah that's true. But not for, I feel like for a road, there's probably a lot more that goes into it. Either way, what I'm saying is oh. I don't know anything about their job or what goes into it, but that's not, but like, and I, I'm, I assume it's a very hard and, and you know, very tough job but what i'm saying is why do they have to take up so much room that is supposedly road work when they're only going to be working on like maybe a mile at a time at the most you know that's true do do a mile and then move the cones down and then work from there i'm always surprised about the person that is holding the sign the stop and slow sign like how yeah getting paid per hour because it's they're getting paid pretty well just yeah 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 and um the other day actually they were doing some road work and they were taking up an entire lane and they didn't have anyone doing the the sign (laughs) just play like the game of like oh if i i could go right now maybe die maybe i'll make it who knows let's see it yeah let's let's take a chance here but like what i'm saying is like i when i uh like let's say um let's say may rolls around right we're getting ready, you know, golfers are out there. We're getting ready for the season. And we're like, oh, but we want to get in this last project. But there has to be this planning involved where like, oh, okay, yeah, like we can start this project, but we need to make sure we start it like on a Monday where, you know, we're not going to get, it's not going to inherit someone else's play. You know what I mean? Like every course, they they at least think about it, you know. Whereas like there's other jobs where it's just like, well, you know, whatever. When I get to it, I get to it. I mean, it's like you go, it's like you go into a Dagwon, uh, a Dagwon, what are you, a Walmart, you know? And then there's just pallets in the middle of the aisles, and you can't get a Dagwon buggy through there. <laughs> and and it's like, well, when were you planning on putting this pallet out on the shelves? Like, I don't know. Well, then why didn't you leave it in the back until you did know? You know? Oh, you're saying I, like the thought process, like the thought was not there yeah, yet. We have a little bit of thought process into into everything, right? Just like we do, where every time you decide like, hey, I'm going to do this road work, let's just do it by like start right here and then we'll end right there and then next week we'll do it right here. Instead of like, hey, for the next three years, 
this is how much we're doing. Let's block it off all right now. That's insane. That's what insane people do. Yeah, that does sound pretty crazy. I want to actually know how many people like like how many people go through the tree work and stuff like that and like in saying like what are the proper trees that need I feel like every tree needs to be gone on a golf course. Does not help. So yeah, what's your feeling on that? Okay. So I like I love trees and I hate trees. Um so I, I think with a okay, so if you're at if you're at a course with Bermuda, uh obviously trees no bueno, right? But if you're in a situation like we are where you got bent and poa, I like a little bit of trees because I like how at my course we have now we have too many trees at my course, right? Too right. many. So it gets a little bit ridiculous, but the thing is by like in the summertime, I mean, middle of July, I have like four greens by four thirty, maybe five o'clock that I four 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 to four thirty that I can completely cross off my list because they are in shade. Okay. That's the that's the thing I like about it from the management standpoint. And now from a player's standpoint, it's totally different. I get it. But from a management standpoint, I like some trees. But I was more concerned, like the like for example, the course that I work at, there's a lot of a a lot of um, oak trees. So a lot of ac- uh, like you know the acorns drop during the uh, fall season, mm-hmm. and a lot of leaves do too. And that just requires more blowing, more. Oh yeah, you know like yeah the acorns start to fall all the time in that one place and it's just like it, it's it's a pain in the butt because like you have to you know if you want to try to mow um in fall golf that's such a, a prime time to play yeah it's just it's a pain in the butt to get all that done like it's an extra hour or it could be more than that of blowing yeah. and um yeah you know, i mean it's definitely it's definitely a ridiculous amount of a man hours that are put into just blowing the course when you have the amount of trees that we have kind of deal. Right. Um, but yeah, I know what you're saying. That that's the only thing like when, whenever we, we always talk about, Oh man, like I wish we just had a clean course, no trees. But then I think about like, man, like, I don't know. I, by four o'clock, I could just cross five greens off my list. And <laughs> then I'm like, I feel like I'm halfway home. You know what I mean? I don't know. It just give me a little bit of hope during the summer. That's well, all I'm asking. Right. For, it depends. Okay? It depends. Yeah, exactly. But so like the course I work at, there's like a certain one hole because there's so many trees that are around it that mm-hmm. you need to have a fan. Um, oh, sure. Sure. So yeah. That's what I was say, like other I was getting to is like if you could just like get rid of trees to not allow the fan to be there. Oh, yeah. Um, As a cost, be ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Be ideal as it could be, you know, less yeah. these pressure, less. Um, but like, fans are the best, man. So the course I work at, it's all, um, it's a four bent grass, which had, there's some POA in some of the holes that you could obviously understand why there's like the circulation of air and, um, foot traffic and certain other, um, characteristics of how POA becomes like how you were saying before, like the places where you have at your course that has better, the greens that have better um their air circulations probably has have less poa where maybe yep. the the ones that have more shade um and and yeah like have have those like the other you know less air characters might might have more poa in it 
Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. But yeah, exactly. Some guys love the power. Some guys hate the power. I don't know. I like power to be honest with you. I you do? I don't mind it at all. Yeah, hundred percent. I do. I actually like. I don't mind it at all. I think that um, you know, I I. I don't like it when you just have like a tiny bit and you just kind of have to think about it a little bit, you know, whereas like I, I basically would rather either have it kind of like where I'm at now where like I think we kind of have like 60% on greens. We have like probably 60% POA, 40% bent. That's probably how it is right about now, I think. Whereas I would rather either have that or I'd rather have all bent grass, no POA. And if you get POA, you pick it out with a Dagwin fork. Oh, like, uh, oh, like kind of like the spot spot yeah that's what i used to do i mean i dude i've done that so so much i remember the first course i ever worked at i'll never forget freaking boss takes me aside and he hands me literally he, we walk to the lunchroom and he hands me a metal fork and he's like this is what you're gonna need this is all you're gonna need i was like oh boy okay and, and then he shows me how to do it and i'm like this is ridiculous, dude. And but he exp- I mean, this was before I was in school. Um, you know, this was me having no clue what I'm doing. I I, I had really had no- and he explained it to me. I was like, man, this is ridiculous. But you know what? I, like I say, I'd rather either have 100 percent pure bent grass, or I'd rather have like almost majority power. Well, yeah, like here it's like different because like I feel like other places besides, um, uh, I really don't like. I'm somewhat well versed, but like I know that bent grass is like the you know that's a superior grass for putting. But in time, in terms of like the top 100 golf courses, most of it, most of them have POA. Yeah, POA. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of them that have POA. You're right. Yeah. Right, and it's like it's like it's hard to say because people you know in in our industry, most superintendents will say that they never want to have POA. Like they don't want to control right. that. It's like it's like a pain. It's like a a thorn in the thigh um yeah. it doesn't help help your management you have to be more concerned about the you know the pgrs and the you know the fungicides and you know your spray tactics. water management is the biggest thing water management with, yeah good with, point with with poa and you know the best way to have the best water management do you want to know james it's to have spectrum tdrs and all Spectrum TDRs come with a 30-day money-back guarantee, which means you can try the brand-new TDR250 for 30 days, and if you're not fully satisfied, you can return it, and then they'll just give you your money right back. So it's like you can literally just try it, and if you don't like it, which you will, you just return it. So go to specmeters.com and order you a nice tdr 250 man and if you don't like it you just return it so um <laughs> you like how i did that did i you like, like the segue yeah dude i i i thought it was pretty sweet uh, <laughs> it was very smooth okay yeah, i can look, see how you i've been it. i had you remember I, I told you this last week i told you that i had a joke that i couldn't remember but i was gonna tell it this week i literally had to look this up and find find it but and i promise you once i start this everybody's gonna be like there's gonna be a lot of people who are like oh of course i heard this joke this is like like everyone knows this joke but there's a few people who probably haven't heard this joke and there's probably a few people like myself when i heard it recently i was like oh my god i haven't heard that joke in like 10 years it's such a good joke okay 
All right, ready? This guy, Chuck, goes over to his neighbor, who's just moved in. He, tell, he tells him the usual, hi, just wanted to come and welcome you to the neighborhood. What's your name? The guy's like, hi, I'm Jerry. Uh, eventually, they get into what they do for a living. Chuck goes, I'm a plumber. The other guy, Jerry, says he's a professor of logic at a, at a university. Chuck says, what do you, wait, what do you teach? And he says, I'm a professor of logic. He said, well, what do you mean by that? He said, well, let me give you an example. Do you have a doghouse? And Chuck's like, yeah. And he goes, well, I'd assume logically from that, that you have a dog. And he says, yeah. He said, well, you know, when dogs have dog houses and they live in them, that means that you have a few kids and it's theirs and they take care of it. He said, I do have kids. Two of them, actually. It's like, all right, you've got kids. That usually means that I can logically assume that you're married to a woman in most cases. He says, yeah, I'm married to a woman. He said, well, logically, I can say that you are a heterosexual male. Hell yeah. Said, I am. That's right. He said, well, that's what I do. That's, that's exactly what, you know, that's what I teach, basically. He says, wow, that's unbelievable. Chuck leaves. He goes to the bus stop. And he sees his other neighbor and he goes, Hey, have you met the new guy? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, Oh, you haven't met him. And he's like, yeah, I know. And he says, no, I haven't met him. He goes, Oh, okay. Well, what does he do? And he goes, Oh, he's a professor of logic. And he's like, Oh, what is that? He goes, here, let me give you an example. He goes, okay. He said, do you have a dog house? He goes, no. And he goes, oh, you must be a homosexual then. <laughs> yeah, you must be a homosexual because you don't have a dog house. I love it. I love it. I love that joke so much, dude. I know. Hey, now, now this is, no, I remember now. Not, now I remember. God, dude, I, I love that joke. That I, I actually do. I, I remember you telling me that. I remember me telling you that joke now. <laughs> yeah. I, so I heard that joke, I mean, years ago. I was probably in high school probably when I heard it. And I heard it the other day on a podcast. I was like, oh, my God, I forgot all about that joke. So I just wanted to share that with our wonderful listeners. And, uh, you know, that way you can. Uh, I love, you know, don't you love those jokes that you have to listen more than like a minute and then get the yes. line? Yes, like yes. You have that, to listen to the story. Joke where it's like, it, yeah, like a quick joke sometimes is great, but the best part is when it's like, okay, when's this joke gonna end? Yeah, and then and then it's just like this blatant, just like then you must be a homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> like that, I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh my god. Okay. Homosexual. So, okay, so you have this golf background. That I don't have. So let me ask you this because of your knowledge. Okay. So I heard through the grapevine. I'm, look, I don't know anything about this because I don't know anything about the NBA. But the NBA just announced that they are not drug testing for marijuana. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is where it's gone. <laughs> so let me ask you this. First of all, do you know the answer to this? Do you know First of all, if the PGA drug tests for marijuana, do you know that? First of all, don't know. You don't know. Okay. No. Now, let me ask you this. Like, I, I, I don't think that they do just because I don't feel like there's a lot of regularity in let it. Me this. Maybe let I'm me wrong. Ask you this. Um, if they had a, like, let's say they had an event at Pebble Beach 
Mm-hmm. And let's say hypothetically one participant of the event, like one of the players smoked weed. Mm-hmm. He couldn't get charged. It's legal there in California. Uh, oh yeah. True. I mean, like let's say like if you're going to like, so my, my question is, is like, yeah, if some guy okay. like Tony Finau, Dustin Johnson, whoever Tiger Woods, could it be that, um, decided to roll or smoke or whatever, have a picture of him with cannabis in his possession. Is that fine? I would like the question would I, yeah, no, I, I see a hundred percent what you're saying. So I, I think it's, that's kind of why I'm, I'm interested in it because I'm literally just curious, like, okay, so I understand what you're saying. So yeah, it, it's legal in California. So like, if he were to be at that tournament or whatever, and and he whatever smoked weed while he was there, could he get in trouble? Uh, I don't know, but I it also just depends on what the le- like like I guess previously in the NBA it just was like no weed period you can't do it. It's kind of like if you um you know it's kind of like you know I I don't know, but you know what I'm saying. It, it's like it's like in high school like. You can be 18 and be legally allowed to smoke cigarettes, but you can't have cigarettes on you at school. It's illegal because you're there. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. And then other minors will actually have cigarettes on them. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't know that. But, you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, there's so many people like there's like the the same. I mean, to correlate this with smoking anything like cigarette smoking, like when I went to a PGA event, the people that smoke cigarettes that I didn't mm-hmm. know that actually smoke cigarettes on the tour. Like you actually like see a lot more on live, really? like events. Yeah. You, you don't really understand, um, you know, the amount of like tobacco or the, um, well, I knew there's, I know there's quite a few guys who like to pack a fat dip. Um, I did know that. And that's, that's a great move. Um, it's <laughs> a great move. Great move. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. Okay. So let, let's just say per se, uh, that because I looked this up and it, there's no real answer that I, that I found that's reliable, you know? Um, so I'm not going to speculate, but let's just say for instance, that the PGA tour does, um, does Testing. test for marijuana and it is against their rules. If they catch you they'll they'll throw you out of the next tournament, whatever. Um, do you think that uh, – well, no, I'm not asking you on your political standpoint on marijuana at all. <laughs> That's not what I'm asking you. What I'm asking you is because of your knowledge in golf, do you think that marijuana could potentially help or hurt a, a golf person? That's a, dude, that's a really good question because like it's the same thing. Like did hookers really help Tiger or did <laughs> – no, I mean, like, let's be honest. Like, that's yeah, like, yeah. Or, or cocaine helped Dustin Johnson when, you know, right. get to where he is. Like, it, that, and these are people that this has been in public form. Like, right. These people have been, ha- have had tested or gone through some type of um, rehabilitation through these different vices and sure. or addictions. And I just feel like that's a really good question. I th- feel that, you know, if, okay, if, Let's say, yeah, let's say that you were um, having a player that was under the influence of marijuana and was able to shoot, um, you know, a a miraculous round and win a tournament. Does that, 
it, does that differ than like a person that would take steroids or mm. another type of like, and it's, it's not really an enhancement of your, of your game. It's more or less right. a, a, uh, you know, it's, it's a drug. It's a different type of drug that would not be used in a athletic forum. Yeah. But, but I feel like, so the, the thing is like the difference between the NBA and, and PGA is, is huge, obviously. But what I'm thinking is like, I feel like, it could help some PGA players because it could help them calm them down. Right. If they got the, the jitters on the first tee. Um, look, I, 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 I don't do it. I don't smoke weed, but like, I also know that like it affects people differently. So like you might have one guy, you might have Mr. D blow over here who is just mellow and cool and calm and collected. And, and it's going to help him in his round. Whereas Mr. Ricky Fowler, it might geek him out and he might just start hitting the ball all over the place. You know what I mean? So I think that it could, it could hurt or it could help some players. Um, I I don't know. Well, that's what exactly that's, that's a good question. And it's really, it's hard to really say because this is based on individual, um, yeah, individual, uh, what is the secret juice? What's the secret sauce? I mean, tire, we already knew that. We've yeah, and then like um, D Shambo likes that organic water or whatever. Yeah, like he likes to do that juice. whole nutrient. Like he's like all about like being like he probably wakes up and snorts lines of creatine. I mean, I, hey, to each his own. Like if hey, but, and that's fine, man. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I mean, like if he makes money off of that, I mean, yeah. if you're winning. If you're winning events, I mean, fine with that. But like the longevity of your your. Uh, like him gaining all that weight, like to be honest, like remember we talked about this earlier, yeah. um, like much earlier prior to the masters, we were talking about like his actual performance because of him, like getting so blown up in social media and, and all other right. uh, media uh, websites and platforms um, that like he didn't do anything. Like he didn't even perform like he was didn't do well. Like, let's right. be honest. Everyone knows he didn't do well in the masters. I called it out. Dustin Johnson was a winner. I called it out. You did. You did. And, it. and you, I you, called you it out. That. And I knew yeah. Dustin Johnson was my number one. Cause I knew that that guy had the freaking power to get through this. Let's go. DJ Paulina. Dude. Right. You're with number 99, dude. Like, I wish he would. I wish he had number 99, the, the Wayne Gretzky Jersey on well the green the green jacket on top of the number 99 that'd be pretty <laughs> freaking that'd be fantastic i'd love to see it i'd love to see it wouldn't that be lit it would be lit lit as a stick son well yeah i i i think it would be interesting to see um i i'm interested to know and, and i i have a feeling that they don't test for marijuana because we we haven't heard anything about that you know you never be like oh wait why why isn't uh why isn't Ricky Fowler playing? Oh, it's so wait, he, I, I really need to go back. And this is again, this is backtracking. Like I need to look back at why they even tested Dustin Johnson for cocaine abuse. Okay. I need to go look ahead. that back because like there's different things you said. Yeah. Marijuana right now, actually, if people know about the, the tri-state area, New Jersey is actually legalized marijuana. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know like, that. Literally crazy. pot can literally be smoked in New Jersey and in, you know, Massachusetts. Massachusetts right. Those, con- those, uh, uh, why am I saying countries? 
um, those states that um, have made it legalized. But yeah, man, like, I don't know, like, what has pot done? To, like, golf is like kind of like it's almost like the semitism of golf. Um, yeah, I mean, like I say, I mean, you remember uh, back in the summertime, uh, I think this was back in like probably August or September, I think September, when the Dagwon, a, a member's guest or something came up to me and, and asked me if I would like a joint. And I was like, whoa, dude. <laughs> off hour or on hour, on clock? That's an aggressive question. Aggressive. Um, so, yeah, no, it, it's it's definitely controversial. And it's definitely something that I, I would rather not put my input into because I don't care either way. Um, but, um, yeah, it, it's certainly interesting. But I, I think I think it's interesting that the NBA did it because uh, I think they were just tired of people getting caught so much that they couldn't play. I feel like that the whole like these whole um, these movements that have been happening in 2020, like that's been coming mostly through like the NBA. Mm-hmm. than other sports i'm not sure about yourself if you thought that i mean i've, I've been watching college football and like pro football and it's, it seems like like the nba really pushes these like i don't know like these like uh, like the movements yeah they they do uh, yeah I, I know what you're saying um yeah i mean i guess they decided to do this and i'm sure that they're hoping that other you know, maybe like they're probably hoping that the NFL will eventually do this as well. I have no clue what the NFL's rules are. I, I don't really watch any other sports, man. Like I really don't, so I don't even really know. It's, but you know NHL at least, right? Because the NHL, yeah, like, boy, dude, NHL. There's no one that smokes. I don't feel like anybody. I mean, there's probably people that smoke weed, but you don't ever hear anybody like any coach like saying, "Oh, like let's." Uh, I'm gonna let my players run free on getting high or boozing yeah. or whatever like well, they're canadian and they just chill they just hang out and they're so nice they're like hello sir how are you um so they're a little different but uh yeah if i had to guess there already is no no marijuana testing there and there is no drug testing unless something comes up where they think they should test someone that's what i assume and i don't know but uh, and I think that it's going to continue to be like that where they just don't test anyone unless something like comes up. Like, oh, I heard, you know, the, like a news story has to come up kind of deal for it to happen. Dude, like it's it's, it's hard because like people have like told uh, have like, you know, obviously said that Tiger has taken steroids in his past. People are on the fence with Rory McIlroy um, juicing mm-hmm. or doing something that or just doing th- like taking things that were enhancing his body, especially Bryce, um, Bryce and DeChambeau. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's not the same as like baseball. Like you have Mike McGuire or you have like Sammy Sosa. Oh yeah. Um, you have these like big, like the big gains in, yeah. um, you know, in terms of their, their output in their, their sport. I don't know how that would be. Cause dude, golf is like, it's totally different and it's hard to, conceptualize like if i was to take steroids or anybody takes steroids in like golf compared to football or hockey or another sport it yeah. would be like a total different outcome i don't know if like it would help you or it would benefit you because we don't have enough research 
of people that are taking steroids because most people don't take steroids when they play golf, right? Like, right, no one's trying to right. get yoked. No one's trying to get hit like <laughs> a ball out of the freaking ballpark. I, on the- I feel like it's heading that way, though. I don't know, <laughs> but dude, like, I you hope saw- not. But that's you the way it looks. Excuse me, like you saw that the the Bryson DeSambo thing, like you know, trying to pipe it like four something hundred yards on average. It didn't work out for him. I mean, it worked out for yeah. him in the early stage because when he won the his first the U.S. Major, Open, but like the next time he went out, like it was just like it was, yeah, yeah like n- there was no result. Depends like, on the course. He didn't actually have uh, impact on that to- at that tournament at all. He was at no. playing so terrible that no one like whatever was like okay, like what happened there? Like, yeah, um, so much hype, but no like no results. Yeah. Well, we need to wrap this up shortly, but um, I did want to mention that um, it, we're recording this on Sunday. Um, in an hour and a half, Sunday night at 9 o'clock, the Tiger Woods documentary, documentary series on HBO comes out. Uh, interested to see what comes out of that. I've, I've heard, I know like the foreplay guys were talking about how um, they're not going to watch it because it is negatively uh portraying tiger woods our hero i was like that's definitely why i'm watching it i love drama and i love people talking smack about other people and they were talking comparing it to the last dance i was like the last dance was the best documentary i've ever watched in my entire life um and anything that like where it's very controversial very in your face i i love it i have no clue how this is gonna go it hasn't come out yet as we're recording this but You'll know by the time it comes out. So who knows? We'll see. But I'm very excited about it. And um, yeah, you got anything else, James? Uh, not at the moment, though. This was a really great podcast. Really enjoyed yeah. being on here now. And yeah, yeah man. it's getting cold. It's getting cold. <laughs> getting cold. Y'all bundle up. But um, yeah, so we'll see y'all next week.